Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. All right, let's talk with Clay Travis on the Inez Says Podcast today. My guess is that you've seen or read or heard Clay Travis he is the founder of the website Outkick. You also see him on Fox News, and Clay has a new book out starting next week. It's called American Playbook. But before we get to that, the first topic of conversation with Clay is Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, testifying before the House Oversight Committee on Monday of this week. There's plenty of smoke surrounding the Biden influence peddling and bribery stories. Has that smoke kind of turned into fire here, Clay? What do you think? Yes, I think we got way more than just smoke. Um, I think the fire is blazing. I believe that Joe Biden has, in, 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 in my always humble opinion, I think Joe Biden and the Biden crime family have committed crimes that are more significant than what Richard Nixon did during Watergate. And, and I think if you actually break down what they impeached Bill Clinton for and what they impeached Donald Trump for, there is zero doubt that Joe Biden should be impeached for his behavior, both before he came into office when he was uh, vice president and that continuing all the way through uh, the early days of his presidency with Hunter continuing to sell the Biden crime family in an aggressive way. Now, Clay, if you listen to Dan Goldman, the Democrat congressman, uh, who seemed to be like the sacrificial lamb yesterday, he's going to tell us that these phone calls and dinners with Hunter's benefactors were simply innocent interactions during which Joe talked about the weather. Are you buying any of that? No. Uh, and look, I, I'm fortunate to have run several businesses in my life, and I bet a lot of the people up early uh, listening to you right now all over your uh, listening area there in Orlando have also done the same. I've never called my dad and asked him to talk to the people that I was meeting with. Uh, I, I've certainly never done it 20-plus times. Uh, and when you claim that you are not in business with your father – and yet you have managed to call him over 20 times, and, uh, and then your defense is, well, it was just chit-chat. He was just talking about the weather. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing it's pretty cold in the winter in Ukraine, uh, mm. and I'm guessing that it doesn't greatly matter what the weather is in Ukraine or in China or in uh, any other of the countries that, that Hunter Biden was being paid for, uh, for representing. Look, he sold uh, the, the, the idea, and that was what the telephone call represented, that his father would do the bidding of the business partners that Hunter Biden was engaging in, in deals with. Otherwise, there's no basis whatsoever to defend why they were involved in that story in the, uh, in the first place. So, um, no, yeah, look, this is, I think, what Devin Archer testified to, further smoking gun evidence. We already know the WhatsApp message where Hunter Biden said, here, I'm sitting, I'm paraphrasing, basically next to my dad, and if you don't have this money here immediately, uh, effectively, there will be severe consequences. 
Hunter Biden ran an influence peddling scheme, which was predicated on Joe Biden delivering for uh, for everybody out there who was paying Hunter Biden millions of dollars. It looks like tens of millions of dollars. And so uh, that is uh, that is beyond question, I think, now in the wake of the Devin Archer um, uh, testimony yesterday. Clay, you said earlier that we are now in impeachment territory for Joe Biden. Let me play devil's advocate for you here. Do you run the risk if you're Republicans now in the House, if you're Kevin McCarthy, do you run the risk politically here? What do you think? Well, I mean, there's a risk in everything you do politically. But I think if you break down uh, the story here, what I find to be so particularly frustrating is, Half the country has no idea what we're talking about. And (laughs) I think what happened, and and it's crazy and it's unfortunate, but I think what happened with January 6th was uh, the the hearings on January 6th. All the major news networks set the precedent, hey, we will cover these primetime hearings. And so if you are going to run uh, impeachment hearings, to me, Joe Biden's not going to get removed from office. Uh, There are not going to be 67 votes in the Senate. Uh, and so it's not as if he's actually going to be removed from office. It's a fun discussion to even contemplate what he might have to do. Uh, that is Joe Biden for Democrats to ever be willing to turn on him. And I'm not sure there's an answer at all that he could do anything. But what I do believe it would do is there is a small number of people out there, independent voters, people who are persuadable. And many of them simply don't know about the Biden crime family because of the big tech collusion, because of the rig job that exists in much of the mainstream media. And so if you had a primetime hearing, if you had impeachment proceedings underway, I do think many of those people would be impacted. Mm -hmm. And if you're out there and you're saying, well, I don't know if that's the case, Clay, remember, the data reflects that some people were moved by the January 6th hearings being put in primetime. It's a relatively small cadre of persuadable voters, but I do think that they may become aware of what's actually going on, and one of two things could happen. Uh, Either they might consider voting for Donald Trump over Joe Biden in the event that that ends up being the, uh, the race in 2024, which I certainly think we still have a great deal of uncertainty about. But if that were the case, they either potentially switch their vote or, and this can be just as valuable, they don't show up. And I think that's probably how Trump wins. I think there are fewer people that are willing to change their vote. But I think there are tens of millions of people out there that voted for Joe Biden, expecting and believing his argument that he would return normalcy to the country, that now, in retrospect, look back and say, wait a minute, nothing in my life has gotten better. In fact, most things have gotten worse during this Biden regime. I'm just not going to show up. And uh, I I think there are going to be a lot more no-shows who would be willing to vote for Biden then there will be no shows who uh, who were going to vote for Trump. You know, typically, Clay, when we get a new chapter in the Biden family shakedown book, we get a new indictment on President Trump. So if the script is correct here, Trump should be indicted today. Do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, basically, that's uh, that's the storyline we've been following. And certainly there's the expectation both here in Atlanta, where I happen to be right now, and uh, where we're expecting uh, state charges against Trump. But certainly January 6th uh, related charges in D.C., which is the equivalent of a uh, rigged jury, because they will convict the Democrat. Uh, they will not convict the Democrat of anything. They'll convict a Republican of everything. Um, and so, yeah, I do think that the data reflects that we are likely headed towards two more Trump indictments, at least before all is said and done, both in D.C. and in Atlanta. Now, what the data reflects is that makes Trump stronger with his base, while Democrats believe it weakens him with the general public. We'll have to see exactly 
uh, how that continues uh, going forward. But that's what I expect to see happen. I wanted to ask you about Donald Trump. He is the front runner by far right now. It's not even close. Many of us down here in Florida thought Governor Ron DeSantis would make a run at Donald Trump, Clay. DeSantis is retooling. He announced his economic plan yesterday. But is this race a foregone conclusion, at least at this point? Yeah, look, I mean, you're asking when you look, uh, I'm talking about the number of persuadable voters. If you look, Trump-Biden tied at 43 this morning. I was reading as I was getting ready to come on and start talking with you guys uh, in the New York Times-Siena poll. And if you break that down, what's interesting is, and I know that Orlando has a large Puerto Rican population, for instance, uh, and I know the Hispanic community is very diverse in terms of the way that people respond. In other words, Venezuelans and Cubans would, would vote differently than your average person from Mexico, for instance. But what you're seeing is Hispanic voters are overwhelmingly breaking for Republicans. And I think it's because they repudiate, they reject, they find it completely indefensible how woke the Democrat Party has become. And one of the things that I hammer in the book, uh, American Playbook, which is out one week from today, and I'm looking forward to coming down to Florida and meeting a lot of people, uh, and I hope they enjoy that book, is um, the fact that we are in a world now where women are competing against men, I think it really crystallizes how broken and woke the Democrat policies are when you see a Leah Thomas and we are fortunate at Outkick, the, the company that I run, where we've hired Riley Gaines, who was a swimmer at the University of Kentucky, and has been speaking out about this in particular. Again, if you look at white, Hispanic, Asian, and black voters, particularly black men, they're rejecting this. And they're overwhelmingly moving in the direction of the, uh, uh, of the Republican Party. And I think that's going to be integral as we continue over the next year, not to mention if Joe Biden is the nominee – Not to mention the fact that every single day, every single uh, month, and every single year, he gets more ineffective and, and frankly, I think, more overridden by dementia, uh, which is continuing to make him a very poor advocate for the woke policies that Democrats are trying to sell. I've got about 30 seconds here. Clay, tell us more about your new book, American Playbook. Does that playbook include an impeachment inquiry of President Biden? Tell us more about this book here. There's tons of persuadable voters. You asked me about whether impeachment would make really good sense or not. And and I said, look, there are persuadable voters out there. And I think about this from my own perspective, because certainly in the wake of COVID, I am willing to be persuaded on many different issues out there when you share the facts with me and when yeah. you get outside of the talking points. Sure. And I think I'm emblematic, particularly for a lot of men and women out there that are willing to be persuaded. And uh, my hope is that if we do a better job of telling the story, and the story is that Joe Biden has failed on the border, Joe Biden has failed on crime, Joe Biden has failed on inflation, Joe Biden has failed on every single major issue going on in this country today, and he doesn't deserve four more years, and that would be the case even if we thought that his brain was actually working, which it clearly isn't. Go get the book, American Playbook, by Clay Travis. Thanks to Clay for the chat today on the Inez Says Podcast. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.